It's shooting the shit with Trigger Mike and Hoodlum. Here we go. Uh, thank you for tuning back into the podcast. Man, I always want to do that. Anyway, um, welcome back to the show, everybody. Uh, to this week, we're talking about Ahmad Arbery um, and that whole incident there and the cool uh, fact that three people are now in prison because they're racist assholes. Uh, and then we have um, builds that we're going over. You got your SRO, finally. Finally got SRO. Oh, he finally got his SRO, and I won't be able to shoot it because I don't have any 9mm. Anyway. Um, <laughs> oh, no. Uh, and then, yeah, no, it's been a it's been a fun week. Uh, we've been just doing random stuff. You've been working, and uh, mm-hmm. I've been working. We've all been just doing crazy shit. Oh, yeah, it's Thanksgiving week, you know what I mean? Uh, happy Thanksgiving, belated, you know? Hope everyone ate good food and um, got to fellowship and rejoice with family or friends or whoever you hold dear so and i hope you got some black friday shopping in because the gun stuff was on sale oh my god everything was on sale i'm pissed because i missed the the mark four uh handguard the mark four federal rail for for at brownells um they had that for like 300 bucks and it's normally 375 so i mean to be honest if you don't go down a number <laughs> i don't want the sale if you said 300 and it was 150 i'd be like oh get it I mean, it's seventy five dollars off a rail that's never on sale, no matter what. So I, I could see your point. You know, I mean, but, I, but also, I still like the deep discount. It's also I don't buy anything else. Geisley, I bought a blemish receiver because they're the only ones that make a. Just, a, just a shout out. It might still be going on. I don't know, but I really wasn't gonna buy any uh, sites for my Walther PDP, but the night vision sites are thirty percent off, and let me tell you, they're never that cheap. They're only as high as fifteen percent off at any point of the year so i had to get some to me to be 112 percent honest i don't know what you're talking about <laughs> <laughs> these are suppressor height sights Suppre- oh see my gun came with them uh, he might well these are night sights the, i don't care about night sights i have a flashlight i care about night sights. i have a flashlight sir so you don't care about aiming nope okay <laughs> that makes sense First of all, don't get into gunfights at night. You won't have to worry about night sights. Let's get into the keynote topic for this particular episode. So, the Ahmad Arbery verdict is in. All three men were found guilty on multiple counts. Um, I believe two of the the McMichael son and father found guilty on all counts. Wait, wait, wait. It was murder and aggravated assault, correct? Oh, well, like ag- three felony counts of- murder. Yeah, three counts is like. Murder and then it was two yeah, counts of aggravated felonious assault. aggravated assault, from yeah. what I heard. And then the other gentleman, the the guy that filmed it, um, beat two of the murder charges and got the rest. So six out of eight he got convicted of, and eight out of eight. Wait, he filmed it. I yeah, don't remember guy, that. The guy that filmed it from the car, like, didn't stop them or filmed it because. Oh, we're gonna get into it. It's it's a lot. It's a oh lot. okay yeah you got oh well, they wait, they were all three working together. <laughs> Oh, they were working together. Like, to corner him, yes. Oh, that's so, fucked. I for those of that. you who, I mean, I don't know who lives under a complete rock Me. and doesn't know about this particular case, but Me. the case is in Georgia and involved three white men chasing and cornering a black man, um, ultimately ended up shooting and killing him. Now, there's a lot of other facts and details that we're going to get into during the course of the episode, so we just want, we don't want this to be a propaganda episode uh there were things that i didn't even know in the beginning when this case happened that i know now so those kind of changed my view on a few of the different things but we'll go over that so what are you thinking about it in general so we know that they well first of all i i just want to i want to go uh who cares if someone's running in your neighborhood well so so let's be one let's let's be 100 with that um the guy was caught on tape I guess the word is loitering or and? loitering slash trespassing. And, I mean, the only no, way you're fa- trespassing in my neighborhood. I was say, no, no, factually speaking, that's what happened. So that's likely what gave the um, them the agenda of let's get this guy out of our neighborhood. He's actually caught on camera doing these things. So I'm, I'm still on the side of justice that these men are guilty of murder. Well, yeah, you're not supposed to murder people exactly, for loitering. Exactly. So... That is one of those vigilante topics. This is like vigilante twenty one. Yeah, see, right? this is where you try is... to take the law into your own hands and then start cornering and confronting people. So we're also going to get into the topic of citizens' arrest because that was what was claimed. 
that they were doing um, the defense, tried to claim that they were performing a citizen's arrest, they got attacked, and now they're acting in self-defense when they killed Ahmaud Arbery. We all know now that it was complete bullshit. Yeah, that all was right, pretty hardcore bullshit. Let, let's, let's break it down, um, shall we? So you can't initiate a situation and then claim self-defense. <laughs> so that that pretty much speaks for itself. You mean right? I can't beat the hell out of you and claim self-defense, And right? claim self-defense. <laughs> you can't follow someone, you know, uh, corner them from multiple streets. Someone's trying to evade you. And we know that that's a big thing in Texas, right? If you're going to shoot or do anything like that, you better the person better not be on the run trying to escape. Yeah, I think in <laughs> Texas they don't play around with that shooting people in the back type thing. Yeah. So I, again, I don't know. Uh, I, when I was shot at, I was shot at behind, from behind. Um, so that kind of pissed me off. Um, so we know that if someone's <clears throat> trying to escape and get away from you, it, I mean, when we're talking about you know to the entire two way community, if you want the situation to uh, work in your favor if they are unarmed running away or trying to get away from you do don't do anything to them let them get away call the police yeah that is what this so we can talk about our opinions or not but there's a lot of legal like you could split hairs like you could you could split hairs all day long say they stole a gun from you like a gun like you know that's loaded mm-hmm. like they come up to you and they steal your gun and then you have another gun and they're running away but they're pointing the gun at you you could technically say like look I'm in, I'm afraid for my life I know that that gun is loaded I'm the one that loaded it yeah you could split you, hairs you're you right you could split right. hairs all day long but I mean in this case in in this specific case we can't do that we we know what happened. We know the filming. I mean, there was there was video of this, correct? Absolutely. So, it's again, you're looking to a guy that's under a rock. I work a lot, okay? Uh, and this week was hell on ATMs. So, <clears throat> what I can say is um, I, I don't understand why there is so much in the way of um, what do we, like, why do we need to do this why can't we do this and all this other stuff what i what i'm uh i'm sorry for speaking in vague language um why can't we uh arrest this man detain him and do things like that uh well you you can you can citizens arrest people you can state i'm placing you under citizens arrest you have to call the police you at that point i want to be very clear when it comes to citizens arrest um the only reason why i know this because i was a security guard in california and in texas so you have to have you have to go over power of arrest uh, when you get your license so you have to state that you are arresting them under citizen's arrest. You can't say, I'm a police officer, I'm arresting you. You have to say, I'm arresting you under citizen's arrest. You have to, at that point, physically detain them. If you carry handcuffs and you citizen's arrest someone, first of all, I think you're a little weird. Um, but then uh, you have to physically detain that person. Now, you you may not be able to put hands on them. That goes into a whole other thing. But you must call the police at that point, and you have to. You absolutely have to wait till they arrive. You cannot let that person go. That is the only that is only the job of a police officer. You cannot say, "Oh, never mind. You didn't commit this crime." You have to wait for the police officer to to get involved. Now, the good part about citizens arrest is you can actually arrest fellow citizens. The bad part about citizens arrest if you are wrong, you can be charged with false imprisonment. So, he says all that to say, "Mind your own fucking business unless the shit happened in front of you." And you feel so compelled under God to do what you did. Exactly. Which is not 99.9% of situations. All right. You really have to use your discernment, common sense, people. All right. So let's 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 uh, get legal with it for a second in Texas, for so to speak, where we are. A citizen's arrest is an arrest made by any person instead of by a police officer in Texas. The citizen's arrest statute states that any person may arrest someone that is committing a felony or an offense against the public peace in front of them. It has guy, to be in hoodlum, front of you. Hoodlum, what is the key part of that definition? In front of you. In front of them. <laughs> Don't yell. That is, the, <laughs> that is the part that I want to highlight here. All right. I understand that I believe they had, if you had neighborhood watch meetings, about Ahmaud Arbery and several people visiting that house, loitering, even stealing things. A video from whatever time in the past does not constitute uh, a felony happening in front of you. 
It does not. I want to be that. I want to be like. Okay, very I'm, I'm going to be very honest with you. If, um, I believe in my neighborhood, I was one of the first. I was the second or third home on in my section on the street that was um, moved into. So when I moved in, there were only out of the 30, 40 homes that were going to end up being in my section. We were like third or fourth. All right. So uh, as these homes were getting built, I could see a, a lot of interesting people just walking in and out after the crews had left for the day. You know, some people, you know, you can always tell. Dude, when Who, my um, house was being built, we were walking in yeah, there at night. Yeah, I was going to say, you could always tell if it's someone, if it was someone that had interest in the home, and then you could see a different stage yeah, of the man, home. Yeah, man, we were writing our names on yeah. two-by-fours and walls and stuff say, like that. I was going to say, you <laughs> could see where it was people who didn't have interest in the home, let's say, or suspicious persons. Mm-hmm. Where And it's, it's usually a different time to the home build. If they bring a truck, and there's a lot of lumber laying around, or brick. Yeah, you could have. It's like, that's yeah. when you're like, yeah, no, when we're showing up in our 2019 Hyundai Tucson, uh, exactly. I don't think we're going to be ripping so off a lot of stuff. you see know? that particular thing a lot. So, if you don't, if it doesn't happen in front of you, you know, the most that I would ever do, if someone looked really dangerous and they're just going from home to home and they look like, or they're, they're interacting with my children or something, that's when I'd be con- compelled to say something. And, and I'm not going to pull out my gun. I'm not going to do anything. If you address anyone because of the laws of escalation, you start verbally unless somebody has a deadly weapon. So I really, really like what that prosecutor did that. Um, Here's the one rule of life that I always follow. Not my circus, not my monkeys. To where it, if it does not directly involve some sort of financial or physical impact on my life, mm-hmm. I don't care. That makes sense. I walk away. Do you want to know why? Because it's not my job to intervene in other people's lives. It's none of your fucking business. You don't own all of America. You don't even own the shit in your neighborhood. You own your house. Maybe. The bank really owns it. Yeah, I know, right? Unless <laughs> you then, pay them off, then you got to pay, then you gotta then, pay property then taxes. Then you step on the sidewalk in front of your home, and then you're, you're in the public space. Yeah. In public domain. So... You know, you really got to watch and really learn how to mind your own business. Um, Texas makes it very clear. As soon as someone's in your business and they're on your property, oh, you can get busy, you know. Yeah, no, but, you you come, you come, you pass that sidewalk, you come onto my house and I don't fucking know you, you will have a gun point. Exactly. So, like, those things, you know, when we're talking about defending your neighborhood, who deputized you to do that? Yeah, not my, again... I don't care about it. There could be a terrorist cell three houses down. I don't care. Not my problem. So just so we know what citizen's arrest is, this particular thing, you know, if you didn't like him coming to your neighborhood, and and honestly, if you really had an issue with it, you saw him multiple times, you knew that house did not belong to him, you knew he wasn't a contractor working on the house, I would honestly say, okay, go go confront him verbally if you feel compelled to do so. Hey, man, what are you doing around? Explain to me what you're doing around here. People always want to be the hero. Though. Exactly. You you confront him verbally because the prosecutor said, if we're getting back to it, he had on baggy jeans. I'm sorry, baggy shorts. Correction. You saw he had no weapon. He had nothing in his hands. So that was is what would make me say, no gun here. No wait, weapon. No wait, deadly weapon of any kind. What's baggy shorts got to do with it? Well, no, you could see. So, you know. Um, oh, I thought they were saying like, like flailing, flailing around, uh-huh. and you know if you had a, a piece on you, that that would influence the shorts going while you're running, just wildly flowing well, one way or the don't other. Don't do that with your crazy windbreaker jacket. The mic's <laughs> gonna pick that up. Um, but yeah, no, I I, uh, I I just don't get like like how people's clothing has to play into to things. Well, no, no, that that particular comment was just about. Knowing what was in okay. his shorts. So knowing, okay, so exactly. that that I can that I can understand. I just I, when you said baggy shorts, it made me think no, of like where they going was after my him immediate, because he had baggy. That shorts? was immediate. I mean, this mm-hmm. this whole uh, thing was deplorable. So let's talk for a second um, about uh, the defense. So one of the lawyers on for I forget for which defendant had to talk about his long dirty toenails. So <laughs> what that talks about, you know. And honestly, I heard one of the lawyers um, on CNN say it was completely deplorable and reprehensible what she said. CNN's going to always be. Well, no, no, no. This was a pretty objective opinion. This was a lawyer, an independent person. Yeah, okay. But he said he's going to defend her right to say it. Because in a courtroom, she's trying to get her person off. 
So uh-huh. the interesting thing is that she used that particular depiction to try to paint the picture of a runaway slave. Okay, so let's let's uh let, let's take a break here real quick. I can never fault a lawyer mm-hmm. for doing the lawyer's job. Well, Everyone has a right. It. Everyone has a right to defense. I'm just going to a quick sidebar. Everyone has a right to a defense. Absolutely. I don't care if you've murdered and raped 50 children. You have a right to a defense. I think I think if we find you guilty, you should die, yeah. but that's just me. Um, no, but, that's that's what the law says. But Absolutely. you, you, I think everyone has a right to a defense. Mm-hmm. Um, that is exactly why we have public defenders. Now, I think public defenders should be a lot better than they currently are. Um, which, by the way, um, uh, uh, second call defense or USCC. If you want to sponsor this podcast at any point in time, this is where we would put in your cool uh, attorney stuff. Texas Law Shield. Yeah, let's not go there. Legal like Shield. Um, <laughs> What's up? Give your boy a holler. You know, let us know, and we'll uh, we'll we'll put you front and center here. Um, but um, no, everyone has a right to a defense, whether you're right or you're wrong. You have a right to a defense. You oh, have absolutely. A, you know, absolutely. like Kyle Rittenhouse. People were saying how Kyle Rittenhouse's attorney was the worst person on the planet because how could he defend a vigilante? I'm like, dude, no, he's an attorney. No, no, no. So he's going to. First of all, he's so, got to pay no, a let's shitload con- let's of continue. money. Let's continue. Let's continue on that uh, particular thing. So not only does everyone have a right to a defense, I'm never blaming a lawyer. People do I'm, because so. We talked about in the last episode the power of the media and their power to drive uh, the narrative one way or the other. And a lot of the time they're not stating whether they're using their opinions or the actual facts. Mm -hmm. So when you actually look into these cases for yourself, into the actual facts. So the actual fact in the Ahmaud Arbery case is that he had visited that home several times. Um, he wasn't on. A, he most likely was not on a run through the neighborhood. That's why I like that we started the the um, um, episode off like that. Okay. Yeah. All right. So he's not. He wasn't on a run. It doesn't matter what he was doing. Yeah. If you did not he was witness it. Fucking around on the hovercraft. Facts, exactly. The law says mm-hmm. you cannot chase him down, corner him, follow him around if you did not witness him. Doing the felony to commit the citizens, I mean, to execute a citizen's arrest. So that's what the facts state. All right. So that's what we're doing. So I will always defend that legal part of it because I want it to work for me as well. Yeah. All right. So another interesting uh, tidbit in this entire case. If the video never came out, these dudes would be walking free. (laughs) The video, you know, that DA, I think it's, yeah, the DA is in trouble. She, uh, I mean, I, I don't want to misspeak, but I think she tried to cover it up and the parents or the uproar of, hey, something happened to Ahmaud Arbery and you have tape of it. Release the tape. Don't try to cover it up. And then the tape came out. Well, see, there's, we there's a lot of finicky shit with that. Like, there's a lot of, like, they didn't release the beatings of, uh, 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 of what's his name? Rodney King, right? Oh man, they didn't release that. That that actually got leaked by the guy who made the tape. Like yeah, like you're like right. so. But when that happened, the district attorney was like, "No, we can't. We can't do this. You can't do this. You're you're gonna sway public opinion of the case." Mm-hmm. Like so, I I get it. Like you shouldn't. Like there's a point in time where you release that that video footage, but well, I don't well, think I don't think you should be doing it during the court. Well, he's a civilian. It wasn't really a leak. Yes, if but, it's an official person, like right now we have body cams. Yes, so a body cam would be well. They're subject to department policies, exactly. And, and department. Laws and I was going like to say that person. I'm pretty sure that was a civilian. They can do whatever the hell they want to. Yes, but I again, like, here's the thing. Like, I I believe in everyone's right to a fair. And what the hell was trial. fair in the Rodney no, no, no. King? <laughs> no, 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 no. But that's what I'm saying. I, I'm not. I'm not condoning that whatsoever. If I, I ever get beat by police like that. I am a very, but that's I'm, I'm, I'm talking about an extremely okay. But that's what I'm saying. I think I think passive. You're, I think you're misconstruing my individual. Thing here. I'm killing all of them. <laughs> I mean, true. True. I would do the same thing. Oh, if for if a lot anyone less. ever disrespects me like that, there. I mean, I, I the rage that I feel for thinking about having that happen to me. Yeah, no, that would only piss me the off range. Only the, I can't imagine the rage that I would feel. After it happened. 
and knowing yeah. that I have the artillery and hardware to do something about it. Yeah, no. So everybody. So you, I think you're you're misconstruing what I'm saying there, though. It's like if that's if, if I meant like strictly in a governmental sense. Yeah. Like they have a they have a vested interest in protecting the assets of the case in order to either no, no. make the charges stick or. or if we're or, talking or, about everything under the confines of the law, people exercise it under the confines of the law. In fact. In fact, like you said, do not influence. Uh, we talked about that last week, how it's the public influence that's getting these people to do malicious prosecution mm-hmm. and all of that type of stuff. So I'm with you there. Yeah. like, But that's what I'm saying, though. It's like, if, if you're normal, everyday people, I don't care. As I said, I don't care what you do. Don't do it to me. I don't care what you do. Yeah. You know, if you want to go beat up old ladies on the corner, not my problem, first of all. Woo! I mean, that just can't happen in front of me, especially if I'm in my car. You want to know what I'm going to do? I'm going to be like, man, I don't care. <laughs> now, I don't... Yeah, I was probably, I would probably uh, roll down the window and be like, hey, bro. <laughs> I, here's the thing. I, I clearly don't give a shit about my fellow human. If you're not a friend, family, or my child. Man, man I mean, that, that's, that's becoming really. So just a quick sidebar. Those guys in New York City, I can't believe it. Like, that, that to me was crazy. Wait, what? In a hotel... Like the outside of a hotel, dude starts uh, yeah like beating up an old lady. All the hotel workers like looked and didn't do nothing. Fuck yeah, dude! And, you know and how much trouble fired. you could. You... I, I was against that. I was like, yo, this is the world we live in now. There's, I mean, there's a lot of deeper factors why men don't think they should help women, but that's the world we live in. <laughs> First of all, if you're a strong, independent woman, help your damn self. Help your damn self. <laughs> You kept telling me that shit my entire life. That's what y'all kept saying. I'm a feminist. Okay, well. All right. Enjoy. Uh, be, be, beat well, this non-feminist someone, up then. I wish, someone, I wish someone would protect me, but fuck you. Yep. Um, I can take care of my goddamn self. Yeah. It doesn't look like it right now but, while you're getting your face beat in. But Here's no, the thing. Seriously, the thing. seriously. I don't, I, I'm not going to, I'm not going to condone um, a lot of things. But like at Brinks, we had a guy. Um, who pulled away in the middle of a robbery. Um, robbery happened, and you're told to just drive away and as an armored car driver. You're told, look, if that happens and they take your and they take your messenger hostage, drive away, leave. Don't come back. Go home. Like, take your truck Whoa. to home base. It's what you're told. Because because you're there, you're there to move money. You're not yeah. like if they take a hostage, what are you gonna do? Sure. You're not you're not a anti-hostage person you're just there to move money and their incentive to do anything just just left yeah so it's like money's gone their incentive is gone (laughs) yeah so one of the drivers left and a lot of people that i worked with were like well that's kind of fucked up like how could you leave your messenger and i turned around one day and i and i said i'd do the same fucking thing to you and i'd hope you do the same fucking thing to me if i said because that truck is a shitload of money so if i'm I'm not i'm not a police officer or uh, any form of law enforcement but Common sense tells me nothing happens to me if you leave. The incentive and the motivating factor for me being hostage is still in the immediate area. If you get it out yeah, of here, let me, I have a better chance of let me, let me Let me explain something to you. The, the reason why that guy lived is because when that truck took off, they started chasing the truck exactly. and they left the guy there. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> if you're not complying, if you're standing there trying to worry about me, but you're not complying with their orders and I get my ear shot off, I'm going to blame you. Yeah. Because they just kept going to see what, you know, to see what you would do. But but that's what I'm saying. Like, there's a thing like, like you don't, the, le- the least, the less, the less you interact. There we go. English. The less you interact in negative situations, the less negative shit's going to happen to you. Now, if you're putting negative shit directly on me. I will fight back to the death if necessary. Yeah, absolutely. Um, but but if, if it's if it's and happening, that's just a natural fight or flight, right? If it's happening to someone over there, and it is not intruding my world, and I I know for a fact if I do something, I'm going to be put under such scrutiny that it's mm-hmm. going to ruin my life financially. Guess what? I'm walking the fuck away, and I'm not I'm not looking back. There's no point for me. What's yep. the point for me? I'm going to be a hero while getting fucked by the government? No, thank you. Um, I've got I've been fucked by the government enough. There ain't no reason to do it again. So and they don't use lube at all. No, they don't. Big green weenie fucks you dry, like no problem. Um, talk about rape. Uh, it happens to everybody. It's called the government does it for you. Um, but I will I will say this. Like I'll commend you if you have the financial resources to do something for somebody uh, in, in that situation. By all means, you deserve commencement. 
you know, you deserve a, a round of applause. But if you're going to be a racist asshole and just chase down a black guy because he's black and he has long toenails and he looks a little grungy, fuck you. At that point, you have zero right to live in society. I mean, and we should put so, you under the jail. So, you know, we talked about how this particular case was a bit more racially charged. Um, a bit more. It was more racially charged than the Rittenhouse thing. Well, Rittenhouse didn't. <clears throat> I was going to say. But, you know, they made it. The media made it. <laughs> the, you know what's funny that. is there was a CNN thing about and how he how originally us, shot two yeah, black people. This brings us back to the uh, topic of race. I had a thought this week, okay? So I want everyone to listen to it. You had just one? Racism is the most non-capitalist thing you could do or feeling you could have in a capitalist society. Do you want to know why Jeff Bezos, this is why I believe. Facebook or any of the founders, are, they're not, there's no way these people can be racist. This is, racism is not capitalist, and they're all about money. You understand what I'm saying? Racism is anti-capitalism. I'm not going to say the name of the gun range, but you know, you know who I'm talking about. Yeah, it's anti-capitalist. <laughs> How do you expect to make money like, if you can't sell to all people? All right. Even if you feel in your heart of hearts that you have deep, deep prejudices against others, you better not let it come out. All right. Like, I just don't understand why. Who thinks that um, this country could survive? Either way, I'm, I'll give you an example. Um, you you've I mean, I don't know if you've heard it said like this, but I wish all black people would go back to Africa. Have you yeah. heard that before? Yes. By we really are stupid a, people. A, I may be misquoting that. We are a trillion dollar spending power. We will send this country into a Great Depression if we leave. That That is a actual but economic I statement. I don't want you to leave. You have really cool hair. <laughs> no, no, no. Uh, <laughs> but, but do you understand that? That's not capitalism. I wish all black people would go back to Africa. We would bankrupt this country. This country would be bankrupt. You can't lose a trillion dollar spending power. You just lost Apple and everything that it sells. <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. <laughs> and all the taxes it pays to the government. That That's what... Black people well, in, I mean, I in one the ethnic group, can do with a lot that's 13% of the population does. So that's why I said that's an anti-capitalist statement. Yeah, no, it is. It, it is. And I mean, to be honest, racism is, is, is in general just stupid. Hating someone based on the color of their skin or where they no, grew up no, is dumb. No, let me tell you something. I no longer, like I told you, I have no desire to, um, the, to wish people change. I'm not that type of black person. Like, I love my culture. So I'm Nigerian, for those of you who haven't heard that before. And what I love most about Nigerian-American people is that we don't give a shit what you think about Is us. that in Europe somewhere? I've never a seen a, a Nigerian person be like, officer, they were being racist. We don't complain about that because we don't care if you like us or not because we think we're better than everybody. <laughs> we don't care. We don't care if you're white, you're black, you're Asian, you're Pacific Islander or what? Nigerians think we're better than everyone. We'll see. We know we are mentally equipped, physically able to do anything. We don't have pride, okay? My dad has touched a million dollars in this lifetime, and he came to this country uh, flipping pizzas up in the air and driving cabs. All right? They don't care. They come from very humble beginnings. All right, so we're a lot like you know, like Asians and Hispanics in that sense. You know, you know what's funny was when I was in Chad. Um, I was in Chad like a lifetime ago, um, but when I got out of the army, I did contracting for about a year and a half, and I did. I went to Chad um, with Nestle and uh, did did security for their um, their well project that they were doing out there, and it was really cool to meet a lot of like the the local population because I'd never actually met a real. Africans in Africa. We were in Chad, you know. I've never met anybody from Chad. <laughs> well, there's not a lot of people. Um, <laughs> um, but uh, I mean, when I was there, you know, there are they're very proud people. They're very, 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 very tradition based. Like they don't like they. The reason why a lot of the elder Chad Chadonians were, you know, they were going up to the guys working on the wells local other local african people and they were just walking up with machetes and cutting off their arms and walking away with their arms because they had to put something back in the earth because they were taking it out you know what i'm saying so they had to they had to go bury their arms somewhere in the dirt in order to give to give the earth something back so we had to literally stand around and and do security because you you saw a lot of one-armed africans 
hanging out. And it was pretty interesting. <laughs> that, but, that, that to me is the most fucked up thing I've heard all week. <laughs> and I live in America. <laughs> so so I, I don't mean that in a, in a racist way. But I mean, the, you go to Chad um, and the... No, uh, I mean, a lot of things in Africa are primitive for a reason. Um, oh, it's what, a primitive country. What, they don't what, have what I love grid. about um, some of those cultures, though, everything makes sense. They make common sense out of everything. Yeah. That's a common sense move. You don't pull natural resources. They understand the importance of natural resources. Mm-hmm. All right. They would believe every, every single African, um, if, if they say they don't, they're lying, would, would believe in global warming because of that type of thing there. You take something from the earth. You have to give it back. Exactly. Well, oh, no, that no, was, no. It was something. You, what can you put back? If it's natural, <laughs> it's like, look, this small creates this, that creates. They, they believe in the balance. How I understood it from our interpreter was they're taking from mm-hmm. the earth. So so it's their responsibility. See, this is also why I don't fuck with people. Yes. It's their responsibility to go and, and take something from them. That's yep. a value. They yep. were literally cutting off people's right arms. Like they were, they were walking up on these not people. Not your right arm. No, take my left. And yeah, they were walking up on these people, do, like operating backhoes, and they would just come out of nowhere with a machete, grab their arm, and whack, whack, it. whack it, and then and then walk off, walk, not run, not do anything. The walk. I mean, you're not gonna. I don't think you have a much of a will to fight. You just lost your <laughs> right arm. But yeah, no, there. Are, I'm telling you right now. You go to Chad. There is. You probably look it up too. There, there is a there is a thing of one armed people. There are people out there who are missing an arm because other people decided to take it from them. Now, eventually, a lot of these people. Uh, there was a another civil war that had happened, and, and all sorts of stuff. So it's it, Africa is a very um, interesting place. South Africa, it's war torn. Yeah, I mean, look at the Congo. Look at all these other places. I mean, I am not a worldly human. I've been a few places, but I'm not worldly at all. Um, I mean, to be to, to have gone to Africa, you sound pretty worldly to me. I am not worldly, dude. You want to know what I did in Africa? I spent, I spent two out of the six months with food poisoning. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I worked for very many hours and ate a lot of prepackaged food. <laughs> I couldn't. My stomach, man. I've got a white boy, like like just soft stomach. And I remember, I remember going back. Like it was, it was worth every bit of ninety grand. Um, but I mean, good lord, that was that was some hard contracting work. I'd rather go back to Afghanistan at that point. Like, there's no point in. Yeah. You know, well, we can't do that anymore. Um, <laughs> no. But anyway, okay, sorry, we got we got way off track there. Um, no, even even still, let's get let's talk about so in the case we've already talked about citizens' arrest. So let's talk about what are the laws of escalation. So let's say this happened to us, like right here in Texas. All right, so the laws of escalation state, if I could put it simply, if someone's talking to you. You talk back. If someone puts their hands on you, you can hit back. I uh, well, if someone's talking to you, walk fuck away. Okay, rule we, number one. Well, we're talking. Well, I will get to that of, of what you would do. All right. So if someone's uh, hitting you, you can hit them back. Mm-hmm. If someone pulls out a deadly weapon, shoot them in the face. You can shoot them in the face. My tagline. All right. So <laughs> those are simply put the laws of escalation that pretty much works in a lot of places. Obviously, I would think that most people wouldn't want to kill another person. But if you fear for your life enough, that person brings out a deadly weapon, i.e. a knife or a gun. And you can draw yours faster from the drop, <laughs> which is why, you know, these things sometimes don't the work. 21 foot rule. Yeah. Exactly. So if you can draw from the drop and get a shot off before that person can harm you, by all means, you're well within your rights to do so. So let's talk for using those terms of what we know about citizens arrest and the laws of escalation. In this specific Ahmad Arbery case, what would you have done? Ultra quick side note. You should actually aim for center mass. It's a bigger target. Don't aim for the head. You could miss and shoot someone randomly. Who said aim for the head? I do. I always say shoot him in the face. Oh, that, you oh, should okay, shoot what, center mass. Uh, yeah, but yeah, I'm shooting I, center mass. Yeah, shoot center mass. But if you happen to hit him in the face, you know it's not there. It's not your fault. It's their fault. They came at you with a knife. Um, <clears throat> but it, what I would do in the Ahmad Arbery case, if yeah. I saw someone walking, let's, let's take it from the top. So I'm the white guy in this situation. So so in fact in fact let me let me take it from this. Because obviously we know you would just walk away and you wouldn't do shit. No, no, no. I would run at a very fast pace. So. And I don't run. No, no. Not if you were Ahmaud Arbery. If you were one of the 
three white men. You buy in your neighborhood. Not my problem. So let's take it from the top. You want to confront him? No, I don't. No, well, I, know, I can't put myself. I in that. know <laughs> you don't. Here's but the thing: using the laws of escalation. I can't put myself in a stupid person's shoes. I'll put, I'll put it that way. I can respect that. So I, I, since I, since hoodlum here doesn't want. So to let's give reverse it. the role. I'll be the black guy, and you come up to me. <laughs> <laughs> Trading places. What, what movie is this? Uh, Freaky Friday. Chris yeah, Brown and Little Dicky. So I'll be I'll be the black guy, and you run oh, up. So at I'm me. Little Dicky. Yeah, you're the white guy. You're the racist white man with the clan tattoo. All right. Obviously, though, through with seriously with the. Um, way that we're supposed to do this. Like like I was saying earlier, if I felt like, hey, this guy's unsavory, I saw the video of him in this house. If I felt compelled to say something, remember, you walked up on him. So yeah, if you anybody started. can't, exactly, you started it. I can make my gesture in the car because the gentleman was in the car. I can say whatever the hell it is I want to say. I'm on to you. I know what you're doing. Stay the hell out of my neighborhood. Sir, just because I'm black and have long toenails does not mean you can come at me. My either way. That's so. It's like if you want to say what you want to say, go on about your. If business. you, fe- I'm gonna put it this way: if you feel so inclined to do something, snap a picture of that person in a place and just in the whatever place they're in when you feel that they're doing wrong. Okay, take a picture. Or video. You have this $1,000. I have an iPhone. He has some sort of crappy um, Android. Um, you take... Shut your mouth. <laughs> you know, it won't be a good picture if it's on an Android. Um, but it will be a picture that you could use or your video. Take a video and just choose not to interact with that person. You Stay as far and as, and as away from the problem as possible. Because the only thing you're going to get into is trouble if you decide to go and do something. And trouble may not... It may not you at that moment but it always fucks you okay let me put it to you this way trouble always finds a way to rip your asshole out from the inside and i mean that in a literal and a metaphorical sense absolutely quit thinking that you are the arbiter of justice you're not you're not your name is mike my name is hoodlum i'm not an arbiter of justice I, you are not an arbiter of justice either. I'm not. I will say, if I see people doing some racist shit and they're, you know, they're they're doing some nasty racist things to people of color, at that point, I feel the need to step in because well, I feel. Well, here, here's the interesting part about what you just said. <clears throat> so, uh, we can say like outside of um of like street justice or doing felonious things, we can understand the tone of things that are going on in our neighborhood. Like, let's say you see someone bullying or. Of something that's about to lead to aggravated assault on your neighbor. Better yet. Better yet. Right? Let's, let's so if you feel so inclined to intervene in that situation, the laws of escalation apply. Because you are allowed, you know, the law does say you can defend your or your neighbor's property. All right? So you see something outside and there are kids around or anything and you feel so inclined, make sure you... Use, you know, do your best to stay within the confines of the law when you decide to intervene. So I found this guy on Instagram. I won't post his name right now. Um, but uh, I, I wrote I wrote him a message because he had some pretty racist shit in his stories oh, on no Instagram. Um, and this this is him. He, refu- he refuses to let me follow him now. <laughs> so, and I said, so I saw some anti-black racist stuff. Like this, and, and I sent him a picture of his story, and I said, I said, I just want to ask why are you going through something? And he said, I'll answer your question with a question. Who are you to ask me anything? I have no idea who you are or if you're or if our values align. All you had to do was unfollow me. And oh, specifically, um, you have sent me to waste my time looking at again was a machine. Machines can't be raised. It was it was something about like how it would it, it would only pick black people to kill or something like that. And I was like, what the fuck is this? And there was more shit like it. And I was like, okay. So then I... Let me see the you name can't, You can't see... His name? Yeah. Wait, I'm talking about his Instagram name. Oh, it's... Uh, well, where the hell did you go with it? You done fucked it up, man. Right here. Got it. I'm going to give this guy a follow. Well, he won't let me follow him now. Um, 
but he's done some racist shit on on Instagram. And I was like, like, what are you doing? Like, so he decides to get all butthurt about me calling him out on being racist, and then he I mean, calls me a soft belly. He calls me a soft belly. <laughs> like motherfucker. I mean, look, man, this is interesting. This is why I love this particular podcast because we can get into a lot. I mean, you, y'all just need to leave black people alone. Black people are the most peaceful people on the planet, and I'll tell you why. I'll tell you why. Like, remember, I'm Nigerian. I'm talking about black American people. Okay, so black American people are the most peaceful people on the planet because after all that has been publicized, that has been done to them, any other group of people on this planet would have taken their revenge by now. Exactly. Okay, so just just, just stop talking. You ain't going to do shit. Uh, and that's the funniest part. This is the funniest part. If black people are so weak, you would have done something by now. <laughs> In this day and age, you would have done something by now. It's your fear that stops you from doing whatever it is you think you're going to do. I don't see people. This is, this is one of the great things about being black, honestly. And we talk about this all the time. I don't see people gathering around to walk up on me in broad daylight and if punch they, me in the face. If they do, I'll tell you right now. I'll be that one white dude. That's- no, it's all good, though. But it's, it's like if you're going to squat up and put on white hoods to come terrorize me, at least have the decency to come show your face while you're doing it. <laughs> Dude, that's why they that's why they were you know, in the KKK because they were a bunch of pussies. They couldn't do you, anything. Yo, about a bunch of pussies. Like, yo, come on, man. I'll straight up show say your it. face. I'll straight, I'll straight up come say in it your right plain now. clothes, not your job where you're armed and you're gonna try to get me in trouble if I retaliate. Show up to my front door, like, yo, I got a problem. Let's handle it. I don't see anybody doing that to a bunch of black guys. It, it would have happened already. No, they're going to burn crosses in your front yard. And yeah, they're going like to do things to try to scare us. And... Dipshits. So if you're not willing to do that, just just leave black people alone. Well, here's the thing. I don't. I don't. I'm not willing. This to do dude that, that you're talking about not... does he even have pictures of himself up? No. Coward. Yeah. Coward. You. I mean, come on, dude. You can't have these feelings and hide in the shadows. Be out with your shit. I mean, be a tiki torch. Go to Charlottesville. Organize a new one. At least those dude has guts. I can say I respect. Yeah. I respect that. We have a belief and we're out marching. I'm not I didn't have a feeling about it. Like not one. That that's what the world's supposed to be. That's what freedom of speech is, right? That I mean really, when you think about how deplorable you might think it is, it's like, hey, I gotta defend well, that right to say it. Freedom of speech is freedom from the government. Like, you don't get freedom from normal people. Like, if your job finds you being a racist... Oh, 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 no, no. So, 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 I hear what you're about to say, but let's let's change it a little different. Say whatever you want. You're free to do whatever you want. You're not free of the consequences. Is that what yes, you're saying? Yes, yes. Okay, because, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're free to do whatever you want. That's why I said most, most of the uh, people that are racist are not racist extremists. They won't be outside doing that uh, with no mask on their face. Because they have to do it under the, you know, covertly to avoid the consequences. That's what they're mm-hmm. trying to do. No, yeah, they're trying to avoid being ousted by their their fellow group Hell of people yeah. who aren't as radicalized. This as is them. an entire. If y'all hate black people so much, why don't you go drop a bomb? Why don't you go go stand in the middle of Lagos, Nigeria, and yell, "I hate black people." Well, I if wouldn't you're go so to, gangster, I wouldn't go that. to Lagos because they probably would fuck you up. Um, you could probably say that in South Africa. I know there's a lot of racist South Africans. There, there, there are, there are a lot of white racist South Africans. Well, it, it, it's actually it's kind of hit a fever pitch. I, I don't in know South what's. I, here's the thing. I don't know what's going on. I flew no, into no. Northern Africa. Mm-hmm. We were in Egypt and we flew in. So, so no, I, I didn't was even say right now. The people are like on that. Remember, I just said Africans, black people, are the most peaceful people, but they kind of hit a fever pitch in South Africa where they're like. This isn't your land. You don't belong here. Give me my damn land back. <laughs> no, to be so somebody in South Africa is going to come see you if you go do that. To be to be twelve hundred percent. How would I say that? Good lord, um, see through. What what am I trying to say? Um, I think you can see through it. There's a word that I'm missing here. English language is too is too uh, difficult. Uh, <clears throat> words are hard. Anyway, to uh, transparent. There we go. Uh, to be one hundred and twelve percent transparent here. Um, from what I was told, when we flew into Africa, we weren't flying into South Africa um, because Chad was closer to Egypt, um, and it's a it's a big desert. But South Africa, from what I was told, was a sea of white people. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know. I've never been there. Um, but when we flew into Egypt, it looked like 
it looked like going to uh, Spain, you know, yeah. like there, there wasn't, it was like, there were a lot of not super dark people, but there were also really dark Well, you people. know, Africa is just as... Uh, it's a diverse place. Yeah, I was going to say, well, as far as skin tone, well, let's be clear, the white people in South Africa didn't come from Africa. <laughs> no, they didn't. They're not. Yeah. <laughs> They're like English descendants. Yeah, they came right? from so, Australia or something. Yeah, exactly, in England. Uh, other, what do you call it, realms of the the kingdom. Yeah. So other there it is one of the realms. Which, by the way, fuck you, Britain. Like, but um, no, it's you know you have different cultures, skin tones, dialects. No, languages. it's a it's a it's a melting pot. It's like America, exactly. You know, it's so, a melting pot of, of and and even within like those countries have their own beef with each other. Oh yeah, you, like uh, my brother. <laughs> uh, my brother, uh, knowing that he's Nigerian, he had an Ethiopian girlfriend. <laughs> In college, and his, her parents did not like him. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's the thing. Not like, for any other reason. Not, not for even, any other reason that he's Nigerian. It's not. See, to me, and I don't even. I wouldn't even see that as a racist because they're. You know, they're all kind of the yeah, same. Yeah, it's, it's, it's demographic. It's a dem. Sense. Oh, I like that. That's a demographic prejudice. Yeah, it's like it's. Oh like no, no, that's Texans a, hate people from. What's that state above Texas? <laughs> Oklahoma. <laughs> yeah. Oh, they do? Oklahoma. Yeah. Texas talks shit. Go to Texas EDC. They're like, fuck Oklahoma. <laughs> I mean, I would say fuck Oklahoma for no other reason than... There's a lot Oklahoma. of cousin fucking going on in Oklahoma. Um, Damn, that, this sounds like a place where people cousin fuck. I That's, know, right? Oklahoma. I mean, you can't... Yeah, I think you have to say like, Oklahoma. You know, we're probably alienating the three people who have electronic devices in Oklahoma who want to listen to a podcast about guns. <laughs> I mean, you know a place is bad when nobody... I don't even know anyone wants to play for your basketball team. I don't know anyone who's from Oklahoma. Do you? Um, Is there like a famous person from Oklahoma? Because I feel like we would have found out by now. I follow a few black pastors from Oklahoma, from Tulsa. You know, that's where the original quote unquote Black Wall Street was. Oh, yeah, dude. Tulsa? Yeah. Black Wall Street? But other than that, no, I don't know anyone. Yeah, it was, what's weird is how the American education system has completely drowned that out of anything to do with history. I mean, listen, it, it, it doesn't matter. That doesn't matter to me either. Um, we are, it, as a as, a, as an does, ethnic group, it does. every ethnic group, so let me just make this statement. Every ethnic group is responsible. Do not, so th- this, this is it's such a misguided uh, fight that we have going on in the education system. We just celebrated Thanksgiving, did we not? The truth about Thanksgiving is written. It's kind of it's it, it it's uh it's not taught the way it's supposed to be taught. Well, and here's the thing: there's a lot of combative opinions on Thanksgiving. So 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 even with those combative opinions, you got to understand history from the human aspect. Mm-hmm. Everybody who has ever acquired anything, especially in that time, all right, acquired it through bloodshed. Oh yeah. Well, I mean, look so, at look at different Native American tribes. Ex- they didn't acquire land. Bloodshed. They so, didn't acquire land through asking each other. Exactly. So, it, well, I I look at that objectively. That's why I'm like, you're not going to get the powers that be to denounce their own tradition or their own descendants and ancestry look, I'll be straight of dominance. So no, no. Let's just talk about it. Of dominance, you're not going to get them to to denounce the fact that their people beat your people. And now they run this shit. That's the way things have worked since the end of time. Like I mean, since the beginning of time. Here's and thing. will work until the end of time. Here's the thing, though. I'll, I'll straight up say this. I will straight up say, look, I know what my ancestors did. My white, crazy Spanish ancestors from back in the day when they landed here. I know what they did was wrong. But here's the thing. like, It's like fighting a war and then asking to overturn the verdict. Yeah. Like, you can't do that. Like, we we left Afghanistan. We can't overturn the verdict. What's done is done. Mm-hmm. Okay, like, now, I, I feel like what my current government does is terrible, and they should be shot for that, uh, especially when it comes to Native people um, or Native Americans. or yeah, we, I don't think we can say Indians anymore. Um, I don't know about that. Native Americans. Native Americans. I don't, again, I'm just using Indigenous the terms. Indigenous people. I'm just using the terms. Yep. Um, no, I don't mean that in a racist way. But what I what I can say is, um, I know you were here first, but you're not getting my house. Like you, you, I don't think that my government should regulate you, but I don't think you should be able to be mad at me for what my government does. Yeah. I'm not. I'm not my government. 
So, so that you see, I use the term misguided. Yeah. So it's it's such a misguided fight. It's such a misguided uh, discussion that we have about things, education in America. One of the things that we cannot do and we can't spend time, energy doing is trying to get this particular government to have us to recognize to right the wrong exactly to recognize or right the wrong or anything because you're you you, there you can't do that and then ask them to kind of denounce their own history yeah no understand that you're proud they're proud of this history honestly in my like i said i would defend their right to be proud it's it's the way everyone acquired everything throughout life in africa in england in Australia, the people who yeah. got shit took it. The British so, didn't get anywhere so because they. If asked we're talking people. about education that should be taught to all Americans, it doesn't surprise me that they leave all that shit out. See, but that that's they my get. Issue. I was gonna say it doesn't that's surprise me that they that they do those things or they water it down. It is on every ethnic group that decides to to make their own colony here or make their own teach your own people. All right, this is why the Jews are not to be fucked with in America. Go to Brooklyn, New York. See all the shit that they own. Try to go in and teach your history to their kids. They'll squat up on you mm-hmm. and fucking take their Hasidic Jew hats off and beat the shit out of you well, because you can't teach their kids pretty false big history. There's also a pretty big mafia. I was like, they, you can't teach their kids false history. Not about them. They won't. They won't teach your. They will teach the correct history on what happened. Because it's their responsibility to do so. Yeah. Every other ethnic group needs to fall in line with that. It's not on, uh, what is this, school district. It's not on Katy Public Schools. Uh, well, it should be. To teach well, my history. The, here's the thing. You're a government agency. You should be teaching all the history. So, so this is what I'm saying. Should be. Now let's get realistic about who people are. At their core, again, if we write a term, if we wrote a term paper right now, what should be happening? All of our history would be in there. We agree on that. Oh, now yeah. let's talk about the tendencies of human beings. They're terrible. They won't do it. No, they're awful. The they, tendencies of people are terrible and, exactly. and misguided and full of stupidity. And I can't. I I honestly cannot. I cannot stress this enough. We will never end racism. Like ever, it, ever, ever end it. We'll, it will we'll never, never happen. End it. I, there are people who are old. Stop and wasting your time. Like I know people personally who are just terrible people, and I choose to just not be around them. I choose not to interact with them because there's no way I can tell them, "Hey, you can't be racist to people." Yeah, there's no way I can do that. Um, you know, there, there are, there are people who I've had very in-depth conversations of you're a disgusting, horrible person because of the way you believe people of color should be treated. And I think that that's, that's so horrifying let me, to let me. Let me impart, because what would what, what go over in the trigger mic isms of the world? So speaking of isms, uh, I do have another thing. For last week, we went over my racist classification system. <laughs> yeah. So let, let me be clear, and this is speaking to, to anyone, you know, because racism can happen to anyone. All right, there are racist black people, there are racist Hispanic people, all that. So it's not just white people. This is one of the things that you that I'm going to teach to my children, just so they have a a more clear and objective view of how the world works. The other isms will get you before racism ever could. Yes, nepotism and sexism. Yep, and classism Mm -hmm. will whoop your ass in America before racism ever becomes a part of the conversation. Mm -hmm. So we need to get that clear right now. All right. So if you want to call a situation something, go through those three first. Is it sexist? Oh, my God. I can go on that all day. America is actually sexist against men now. Yeah. It's sexist against men. And look, that's another time in another episode. I'll put it it really, 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 really short here. Look at the family court system and look at how exactly. it screws over me. I mean, we can go on over that. Well, I got somehow, paperwork to we'll, show you. S- somehow we'll go over that and tie it into guns <laughs> about maybe how we want to shoot somebody who. But uh, no, let me not say that. But either way, sexism, classism, nepotism are gonna whoop your ass in America before racism ever gets in there. So y'all better learn that and stop stop putting race into everything. Those three are always involved. More often so, first, that's what's happening to you. So, you know, if we're talking about all of these topics that we cover on this show, whether it be Ahmaud Arbery, Kyle Rittenhouse, understand that that might be an undertone of racism that was put in there by the media. 
But we got to look at some of the prejudice first, some of the pre-precipitating factors, right? And kind of work through that stuff mm-hmm. first. Yeah. Because that that's really, we, we're all just trying to live. Mm-hmm. We're all trying to live. I'm not worried. 99% of racism doesn't touch you. Mm-hmm. You can have a belief, keep it on your front lawn. You know, like I see things that I could call, I could call classist first. Mm-hmm. If you're calling the HOA, we were just talking about this at Thanksgiving. If you're calling the HOA on a black person because you don't, you're nervous about the gathering they're having in front of their house, like stuff like that happens. To that, wait, what? Yeah, that that, that could be classist. You you can make a lot of a. Did you? Well, did, well so one, your one, my wife's cousin said, lives in this huge house in Cyprus, right? She said when it was just a few homes on the block, they were having a Bible study. They had never done it before. They were just like, well, we can have it in my house. So a bunch of people come over for Bible study. They're cooking. They're barbecuing. And they call the HOA on her saying she's having, she started a church <laughs> in her home. <laughs> and? So they, somebody used the word racist. I was like, well, that's that's actually classist. I think it's just Because stupid. if you don't think, because I guarantee you when it's time for you to have, you don't want you to have a party or a gathering and there are an equal amount or more cars, you won't think something wrong is going on. You think these people aren't, even though they live in a bigger home than you do, because I looked at the lady's home when we were on the way out. They live in a bigger home than you do on the same street. You don't think they're in the social class for this to be something wholesome or meaningful going on. You automatically think it's something mm-hmm. untoward. Mm-hmm. That's classist, right? So think like people got to start thinking like that a little more, mm-hmm. and just not saying that's racist and yada yada. Well, yeah, I mean, you, I mean, the, the the racism word is thrown around a lot. I mean, it is, especially in today's culture and on a lot of things like that. But I mean, there's there's due notoriety for that, and that's fine, yeah. and I and I totally get that. Um, but I don't, you know, again with the whole Ahmad Arbery thing, that was that was straight up three people being morons acting on. The the initial bit of racism mm-hmm. and just and just generally being stupid. Yeah, just there's take, no. I mean, I mean, take uh, take take racism out of it. That was just activated prejudice. Mm-hmm. That was just activated prejudice. So they saw somebody who was a different wife, color. So than so here here's the part that that's really gonna hang them. My wife sent me the video, the initial video. So I've only been watching it with audio off. So the guy who videotaped it, so we're gun people. Mm-hmm. Guess what I heard in the car, him doing. Mm-hmm. I mean, just really get somebody to analyze this. I don't know if you can analyze the sound and play and have it admissible. Wait, wait, you, you, you this dude, had it with audio off or video off? Uh, no, I, I've been watching the video this whole time for the last year with audio off. Just No, in fact, that's a lie. I just wasn't paying attention to the audio. Uh-huh. All, all I would hear was the gunshot. Boom! Mm-hmm. Of when... Ahmaud Arbery tried to wrestle the dude down for pointing the gun at him, and then mm-hmm. he shot him with a shotgun. Um, the guy who's in the car filming, you, all you hear is, I don't even have my, my uh, all you hear is, I was like, oh. So he put around in the chamber when he was, I mean, at least, at least 50, you saw the shotgun come out from the dad. You saw the shotgun come out from the son. And you hear that guy prime his weapon. Wait, so he didn't carry with a loaded gun? This well, guy. he's the biggest idiot of all of them. This guy. But still, <laughs> you, you hear, well, it could have been his car gun. I don't care. Yeah, but either way, you hear what I'm saying? So it's like, ooh. So this guy, this person, three people have weapons, and this guy didn't have one. <laughs> I was like, oh, you guys are going to hang, even on appeals. So two of them are supposed to be appealing as of today. You know, their verdicts. As of today? I don't know. Anyway, um, you got your SRO. Yeah. I mean, let's talk about some gun parts. So, as far as Black Friday is concerned, I got my Trigicon SRO 2.5 MOA, finally. Yay, that went on my competition gun. Make sure you uh, log on to log on. Follow my Instagram to see good pictures on it. It looks dope. With that Zev slide. With that Zev slide, with that deep slide cut. Uh, no ceiling plate needed or none of that. Goes right on there, mounts perfectly. Um, doesn't really go too far over the, uh, what do you call it? Doesn't go over no the, over the barrel. Oh, okay. that, that causes malfunctions because it'll hit the, 
It'll hit the optic on the way out. And oh, then, your 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 brass. Yep. Yeah. So, it's excellent. Um, damn, I bought a lot of stuff. So, you, you know what's funny? I didn't buy a whole lot because um, most of the shit that I wanted was not in stock. No, I sold shit all like for the last two weeks just to have enough to buy new shit on Black Friday. Yeah, no. See, the only thing I did was build out the rest of my gun. I bought a barrel at Primary Arms for hundred bucks, a twelve five Roscoe barrel. Um, I'm gonna get an Acro. Or, I'm sorry, not an Acro. Um, I'm gonna get a uh, Aimpoint Pro. That's why I want the Acro. Uh, Aimpoint Pro. Uh, I'm gonna find some sort of mount for it, um, but. Other than that, right now I'm just I'm just testing. I really want to see um, what's going to come out of this this build. Um, as I said, I'm waiting on that Mark IV Federal Rail. That's really my only thing that I'm waiting on. The Mark IV Federal Rail is probably going to be like the uh, is going to be the 11.5 barreled version of this because I want to do the Mark IV Federal Rail in OD Green with the uh, Roscoe 11.5 barrel. I'm going to run that. Awesome. Um, yeah, I got um, I got a Hogue. EX FO2 from Big Daddy Unlimited. <laughs> he hates Big Daddy Unlimited, so that's why. Yeah, no, he's uh, support, They gave me a free BDU exclusive mag. I have one of those actually. The Lancer mag in green. I got some 9mm and some Wolf Performance 223. Do they have another one of those green ones? No, it comes, if you spend $100, it comes free. Oh. I don't even know if you can add it or buy it yourself. Or oh. you probably could buy it yourself. Mm. On the site. I was gonna say I'll give you the money if you get another one, but I'm not. But that Hogue knife, ooh, that's that's a nice one. That's going on my uh, war belt. Um, what else did I get? I got an extended magazine release from Zev got a for the release. twenty. And I think the big one is I got Shaw Concepts. Y'all got to try them out for your plate carrier and those type of accessories. So I got their placard, their admin pouch, and some pistol magazines to add to the placard so yeah that pretty much outfitted my brand new plate carrier um yeah it was really tactical it was a tactical black friday wait a minute i don't mean to go on a dakota meyer rampage here but why did you why'd you buy a plate carrier i told you already i want to to train with my plate carrier can i ask why i think it's um important so one for storage okay chest rig i was gonna say well Ah, it's it's about uh, what do you call it? Um, doing what you're used to. Okay. We were all issued plate carriers. I hated so, plate carriers. Um, I still have mine in my closet. I can't. I, I, I find so you know it. I have a chest rig. I find it to the placement to be a little different. Wait, are you going to use it still? What your chest rig? Yeah. Oh, I was going to say if you're going to use your plate carrier, I'll use your chest rig. Yeah, you know the. You you seen the one I had? It's oh wait, like, that's not a chest rig. Well, it's it's a it was like it's like a man pouch. Yeah, on, I was gonna say on a, a chest rig. It's a it's a pretty much what it is. He bought a man bra that holds stuff. <laughs> <laughs> that's exactly what it is. Well, it's not a real chest rig. No. Yeah, no, not a chest rig. In fact, it has nothing to do with tactical gear. It's like it was actually for fashion. Wait, there's, fa- there's something fashionable about that. But yeah, if you need your pockets or you need to put on your war belt so you can't get to your pockets, that's why I put that's why I used to put that on. <laughs> Good lord! <laughs> no, but it's all about um, you know just what you're used to. Trigger Mike, I did not know you were a douchebag. <laughs> I like training with my plate carrier, so I got a new. Just kidding, just kidding. I no, I, again, I'm not exercise. going. I'm not going to Dakota Minor. Like if you want to run a if you want to run a plate carrier, I don't give a shit. Uh, I'm just gonna say it is not practical for 99.9 percent of the shit you're gonna run. And Absolutely. You, and Absolutely. I'm gonna tell you right now. If you're not running it with plates, you're not running a plate carrier the way you should. So, be oh no, no, I, I'm I'm going to go price some plates tomorrow. Actually, so you have two plates for a thousand bucks. No, they're ceramic. They're, they're not real supposed to. Sappy they're ceramic They're not plates. supposed. This guy's trying to sell me things at the prices they quote the military. <laughs> they you, the same exact quality cost way less in the civilian world. Well, I'm just saying, if you wanted them and you can't find any availability if, right now, I Well, they them. probably don't fit. Are they 10 by 12? Or uh, they're, by no, they're large. Yeah. They're large. They're fit me, and I have a bigger chest than you. Yeah, they're 11 by 14. They won't fit my plate carrier. What plate carrier do you have? 10 by 12. <laughs> Why'd you get a small? Because it, it, it really didn't matter. Yes, it does. It's not a small... Well, it's not a... What do you call it? You know they make big plate... They make wider plate carriers with 10 by 12 plates, but this yes. one is just... More ergonomic, My, I guess. Mine, I think, are 11 by 14. So it doesn't, it doesn't make sense to me to have more area 
for stuff if the plate carrier oh, does wait, wait, wait. Let me put it to you this way. These were, at one point, property of a governmental agency that didn't want them anymore. Mm-hmm. So at that point, I went, instead of yeah. going into the trash can, yeah. they tactically acquired into my plate carrier that I brought home thinking that I was going to be super cool on the range and then went, you know what? This is dumb. I hated doing this in the Army. Do Why would you, I want to do this Do you know now? that I, I have to be one of the only yups on the earth that returned? You didn't steal anything from the military? I, look, I had it. I Dude, had I it. had a Peck 4. I had a Peck 4. I sold for four grand. <laughs> <laughs> I had it. All in my garage. Then one drill weekend, I go in and I leave it all in my locker. Then I forget the combination to my... <laughs> oh, good lord. Oh, my goodness. I forget the combination, borrow someone else's. Then, because my I got promoted at my job, I had to go inactive in the reserves and left all that stuff in that locker. They had let us take it home and everything. I was just like, yeah, dude, oh, I used to take shit home all the time. My dude, goodness. The only reason why I didn't get night vision is because my contact was leaving a week before I was. Otherwise, he would have had... I would have had night vision, too. I would have had I would have had a PVS fourteen. Man, you, we're really trying to get scouted for uh, for imprisonment by dude, the FBI. What are you talking about, dude? I used to get no, no. general every alcohol. I mean, all people um, that I can think of, all corpsmen, marine, they all have tons of kit. Oh, dude, I've got so thousands much and thousands and thousands of dollars worth. Of Look, kit. there is two storage Free. containers in Arizona, like not not like not like self storage, but storage containers at my mom's house in Arizona full of shit from the military. <laughs> 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 like like I'll tell you right now, I'm like I stole a lot of shit on the way out. <laughs> man. You took you took seven years of my life for me, um, but yeah, no man. Uh, let's go shoot some guns, and then Absolutely. I can get this video up, and you can go do whatever you need to do with your chitlins. But anyway, as I always say, guys, shoot him in the face. What do you always say, Mike? Stay dangerous. There you go. Stay dangerous. Shoot him.